Isaiah chapter 23, the Lord will judge Tyre. This is an oracle about Tyre. Wail, you large ships, for the port is too devastated to enter. From the land of Cyprus this news is announced to them. Lament, you residents of the coast, you merchants of Sidon who travel over the sea, whose agents sail over the deep waters. Grain from the Sihor region, crops grown near the Nile she receives. She is the trade centre of the nations. Be ashamed, O Sidon, for the sea says this, O fortress of the sea, I have not gone into labour or given birth. I have not raised young men or brought up young women. When the news reaches Egypt, they will be shaken by what has happened to Tyre. Travel to Tarshish. Wail, you residents of the coast. Is this really your boisterous city, whose origins are in the distant past? And whose feet led her to a distant land to reside? Who planned this for royal Tyre? whose merchants are princes, whose traders are the dignitaries of the earth. The Lord of Heaven's armies planned it to dishonour the pride that comes from all her beauty, to humiliate all her dignitaries of the earth. Daughter Tarshish, travel back to your land as one crosses the Nile. There is no longer any marketplace in Tyre. The Lord stretched out his hand over the sea. He shook kingdoms. He gave the order to destroy Canaan fortresses. He said, You will no longer celebrate oppressed virgin daughter Sidon. Get up, travel to Cyprus, but you will find no relief there. Look at the land of the Chaldeans, these people who have lost their identity. The Assyrians have made it a home for wild animals. They erected their siege towers, demolished its fortresses, and turned it into a heap of ruins. Wail, you large ships! For your fortress is destroyed. At that time Tyre will be forgotten for seventy years, the typical lifespan of a king. At the end of seventy years Tyre will try to attract attention again, like the prostitute in a popular song. Take the harp, go through the city, forgotten prostitute. Play it well, play lots of songs so you will be noticed. At the end of the seventy years the Lord will revive Tyre. She will start making money again by selling her services to all the earth's kingdoms. Her profits and earnings will be set apart for the Lord. They will not be stored up or accumulated, for her profits will be given to those who live in the Lord's presence and will be used to purchase large quantities of food and beautiful clothes. Isaiah chapter 24. The Lord will judge the earth. Look, the Lord is ready to devastate the earth and leave it in ruins. He will mar its surface and scatter its inhabitants. Everyone will suffer, the priests as well as the people, the master as well as the servant, the elegant lady as well as the female attendant, the seller as well as the buyer, the borrower as well as the lender, the creditor as well as the debtor. The earth will be completely devastated and thoroughly ransacked, for the Lord has decreed this judgment. The earth dries up and withers, the world shrivels and withers, the prominent people of the earth fade away. The earth is defiled by its inhabitants, for they have violated laws, disregarded the regulation and broken the permanent treaty. So the treaty curse devours the earth, its inhabitants pay for their guilt. This is why the inhabitants of the earth disappear and are reduced to just a handful of people. The new winepress dries up, the vine shrivels up, all those who like to celebrate groan. 
the happy sound of the tambourine stops, the revelry of those who celebrate comes to a halt, the happy sound of the harp ceases. They no longer sing and drink wine, the beer tastes bitter to those who drink it, the ruined town is shattered, all the houses are shut up tight. They howl in the streets because of what happened to the wine. All the joy turns to sorrow. Celebrations disappear from the earth. The city is left in ruins. The gate is reduced to rubble. This is what will happen throughout the earth among the nations. It will be like when they beat an olive tree, and just a few olives are left at the end of the harvest. They will lift their voices and shout joyfully. They praise the majesty of the Lord in the west. So in the east extol the Lord, along with the sea coasts extol the fame of the Lord God of Israel. From the ends of the earth we hear songs, the just one is majestic. But I say, I'm wasting away, I'm wasting away, I'm doomed. Deceivers, deceive, deceivers, thoroughly deceive. Terror, pit and snare are ready to overtake you inhabitants of the earth. The one who runs away from the sound of terror will fall into the pit. The one who climbs out of the pit will be trapped by the snare. For the floodgates of the heavens are opened up and the foundations of the earth shake. The earth is broken in pieces. The earth is ripped to shreds. The earth shakes violently. The earth will stagger around like a drunk. It will sway back and forth like a hut in the windstorm. Its sin will weigh it down and it will fall and never get up again. The Lord will become king. At that time the Lord will punish the heavenly forces in the heavens and the earthly kings on the earth. They will be imprisoned in a pit, locked up in a prison, and after staying there for a while they will be punished. The full moon will be covered up, the bright sun will be darkened, for the Lord of heaven's armies will rule on Mount Zion in Jerusalem, in the presence of his assembly in majestic splendour. Isaiah chapter 25 O Lord, you are my God, I will exalt you in praise, I will extol your fame. For you have done extraordinary things, and executed plans made long ago exactly as you decreed. Indeed, you have made the city into a heap of rubble, the fortified town into a heap of ruins. The fortress of the foreigners is no longer a city, it will never be rebuilt. So a strong nation will extol you. The towns of powerful nations will fear you, for you are a protector of the poor, a protector for the needy in their distress, a shelter from the rainstorm, a shade from the heat. Though the breath of tyrants is like a winter rainstorm, like heat on a dry land, you humble the boasting foreigners. Just as the shadow of a cloud causes the heat to subside, so he causes the song of the tyrants to cease. The Lord of Heaven's armies will hold a banquet for all nations on this mountain. At this banquet there will be plenty of meat and aged wine, tender meat and choicest wine. On this mountain he will swallow up the shroud that is over all the peoples, the woven covering that is over all the nations. He will swallow up death permanently. The Sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from every face and remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. Indeed, the Lord has announced it. At that very time they will say, Look, here is our God. We waited for him and he delivered us. Here is the Lord, we waited for him. 
Let's rejoice and celebrate his deliverance. For the Lord's power will make this mountain secure. Moab will be trampled down where he stands, as a heap of straw is trampled down in a manure pile. Moab will spread out its hands in the middle of it, just as a swimmer spreads out his hands to swim. The Lord will bring down Moab's pride as it spreads its hands. The fortified city, along with the very tops of your walls, he will knock down. He will bring it down, he will throw it down to the dusty ground. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 Immaturity and Self-Deception So, brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but instead as people of the flesh, as infants of Christ. I fed you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready. In fact, you are still not ready, for you are still influenced by the flesh. For since there is still jealousy and dissension among you, are you not influenced by the flesh and behaving like unregenerate people? For whenever someone says, I am with Paul, or I am with Apollos, are you not merely human? What is Apollos, really, or what is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe, and each of us is in the ministry the Lord gave us. I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused it to grow. So neither the one who plants counts for anything, nor the one who waters, but God who causes the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters work as one, but each will receive his reward according to his work. We are co-workers belonging to God. You are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God given to you like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, but someone else builds on it. And each one must be careful how he builds, for no one can lay any foundation other than what is being laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay or straw, each builder's work will be plainly seen, for the day will make it clear, because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test what kind of work each has done. If what someone has built survives, he will receive a reward. If someone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives in you? If someone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy, which is what you are. Guard against self-deception, each of you. If someone among you thinks he is wise in this age, let him become foolish so that he can become wise. For the wisdom of this age is foolishness with God, as it is written, He catches the wise in their craftiness, and again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then, no more boasting about mere mortals, for everything belongs to you whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, or the world or life or death or the present or the future. Everything belongs to you, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God.